Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action to create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in this tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Today I will be speaking with Alicia Baldino. Alicia got the opportunity to work remotely five years ago, and that was the best gift. She took the opportunity to travel, learn, and move across the country, all because she was able to work remotely and still make an income. She dreamed of giving that same opportunity to others. Alicia says that with the Internet, we are so lucky and we have the world at our fingertips. I believe people can and should have the option to work from wherever, whenever, as long as they do good work and get the work done. Alicia started a community of remote workers, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs to connect with others who were also trying to make it on their own. That is called the virtual hustle. She has since started a virtual marketing company, Brand Medics where everyone on her team works remote, graphic designers, website designers, social media managers, and an invoicing team. Brandmedics is a creative marketing company that focuses on branded products, strategy, and showing off your brand in the online world. She is building the team so she can give more people the opportunity to work remotely and live a great life. Welcome to the show, Alicia. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you doing? Great. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so happy to have you. I'm very happy to be here, too. Thank you. So let's get started. Can you share with us your career journey and uh, the process or the steps that got you where you are today? Absolutely, yes. So I am a year and a half into my official marketing business called Brand Medics. I've got years and years of experience working as a independent contractor, freelancer, virtual marketing um, director. But as far as my legitimate business goes, it's a year and a half old. And, you know, I wore so many hats in my previous years of working and that I, I really wanted to just start something on my own. And Brand Medics is a marketing, a creative marketing and um promotional products, branding solutions, creative strategy company that I work with, companies all across the country in all different industries. And it's really been just so much fun. I love, you know, I'm very creative. I've always been very creative. And I always had the ambition of starting something on my own and growing it to to having a big team eventually, although I'm not there now. Um, that's where I'm at with the business today. That's great. I'm sure you'll get there very soon. Um, so, you know, it started with your passion for remote work. So um, 
tell us how that got started. And then you really had a dream to take this to the next level and made your dream come true. So can you share some of that story with us? Absolutely. One of my favorite talking points is remote, <laughs> yeah, remote work. And, you know, I was given the opportunity to work remotely about five years ago. I was living on the East Coast. I'm from New York. And I worked at a marketing agency right, right outside of college. You know, my, my major was marketing and I've, I've always been very creative, like I explained. And I loved working at that company, but I was just ready to move. I wanted to travel. I felt you know, kind of stuck in my current situation. I didn't really love where I was living, though I loved the job. I pretty much gave in my two weeks and my boss at the time was like, we want to keep you on, you know, we're going to, we're going to allow you and set you up to work remote. And at that time, five years ago, it was a lot less common. And for the people who were able to figure it out then are in a much better situation than they are now with everything going on and all businesses uh, requiring their employees to work remotely. But I kind of knew then that I have this great opportunity to work from wherever I want and take the work into my own hands and figure out the schedule that works best for me and the, you know, really the life that I, I, I want to live and while still being able to work. So that's kind of where my passion for remote work started. And I was, I was just so grateful to have that opportunity given to me by the boss at the time. That's great. So, you know, our company, uh, my company, Directions, has been remote for right around five, maybe five and a half years. Mm -hmm. And you're right. At that time, it was just not even heard of as, you know, obviously COVID has changed our world. Mm -hmm. But um, it has really afforded people to have a better work-life balance. Um, plus, the reason I did it um, six years ago or or so, um, is because I wanted the country to be my customer, not mm -hmm. just Chicago as our geography. And it really opened up not only uh, so much more to customers, but also to employees. So now we employee, we employ employees all over the country, which is very cool. Very cool. That's very um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, smart of you to be able to figure that out six years ago. <laughs> yeah. It was it was hard for me too. You know, if I if um I remember back, um my employees really taught me a lot about uh remote work because the people who are gonna work will work from anywhere mm -hmm. and the people who are not gonna work, even if they're in the office, <laughs> are not gonna work. They're gonna exactly. hide behind the cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. So I've learned a lot of um, best practices and, and learned a lot about people, you know, doing this. And really, there's a trust factor that, mm -hmm. that always comes with it. But the team that we have is just phenomenal. And then we use a lot of tools that we can also talk about to keep stay connected. Yeah. So give us some best practices and ways to excel when you're not in the office or working remotely, because with COVID, you know, we're finding more and more companies are working from home and they're even delaying people coming back into the office. So anything our listeners can get on some best practices and really excelling in your work and being productive. Yes, exactly. Because that's the whole, that's the whole point too. You want to be able to be as productive or more productive if possible while you're working from home. And for some people with COVID going on, it was a huge drastic change. So when I talk to people who are new to working from home, even for people who have been doing it a few years, there's always going to be, you know, changes that you can make to be more productive, have a better 
work-life balance. And I always give a few tips of number one being having a good routine. I'm very big on routines. I'm naturally not a super organized and disciplined person. So it's something that I have to work at very uh, every single day. Um, I think a morning routine, especially when you work from home, is the most important thing that you could do. I think the first hour or two of your day is extremely important. And everyone's morning routine could be different. But I think the first two hours of your day, if you can get non-work things done and not jump right onto your laptop or open your laptop in bed, you know, I, I'm, I'm not for that. I think having a morning of, you know, getting a little exercise in, drinking your water, taking your vitamins, having a healthy meal, handling whatever you have to do with your kids or your dog or anything within those two hours would be the time to do it. And then, you know, the time that you're going to jump into work, unless you have, you know, if you have to be logging in for something earlier, then you need to wake up earlier. So I'm, I'm all about having an hour or two in the morning to have a good routine. And then another big tip would be to have a designated workspace, especially for people who aren't normally working from home. Maybe they don't have a home office. Just try to get a corner and, you know, spend the weekend, take a corner in your house and set it up with clean, no clutter. And so it's when you get into that desk or that corner, you're in work mode. You're not in mom mode. You're not in, you know, I'm going to go do my laundry now. It's like you're home. But if you're in this little corner, that's when you work. And that's when your kind of mind switches to from play to work time. That's great. Those are great tips. And, you know, we we really follow both of those things um, diligently to be more most productive in our company as well. The morning routine, I think, is so important. It really gets you in the mindset for the day. And, you know, I just I, I don't even know that I could work in with my laptop on the bed. <laughs> it doesn't oh, happen. No, no, no. I know. No, definitely not. Yeah. So you said designated workspace, clean, no clutter. I love that. Um, so how do you ensure that you don't have distractions? Uh, because, you know, you mentioned laundry and I know there are people who are distracted when they're working from home constantly, either doing dinner or, you know, laundry or whatever. What are some of the um, practices that you use to not get distracted and stay focused on your tax tasks? that need to be completed? Mm -hmm. I think the biggest one would be time blocking. Um, time blocking is basically, it could be with your cube or with your timer on your phone, basically determining what tasks you have to do that day. And maybe it's something that's gonna take an hour or maybe it should only take you 15 minutes. And whatever you think it should take you, set your timer for that for that amount of time. And I that has totally changed the game for me. I think um, in the morning I write down my top 10 things that need to get done for that day. And sometimes it's not even 10. Sometimes it's two really time consuming, you know, things that require a lot of focus. And I'll set my alarm for two hours, put my phone on airplane mode and really just hone in and get it done because you're not going to be able to go do your laundry or start dinner or pick your kids up if you, you know, until you get those things done. So I think time blocking has been one of the greatest, uh, the most beneficial things for me in not getting distracted. I love that. And I think that's really, really good advice because, um, you know, I tell my team all the time because they'll be like, you know, we were so busy and we had to do all of these tasks, but then they don't do the strategic planning or, you know, the planning because that always falls to the side because they're getting the work done. 
And I said, if you can time block that, even if it's an hour, 30 minutes, whatever, you know, you need to block it on your calendar and then do it. And if you don't do it, snooze it just for a little bit so you can come back to it, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, but time, yeah, time blocking is really, really great. Um, I know you have a remote team that you work with. How do you keep them motivated, focused and accountable? You know, I try to just keep them knowing exactly what I do to stay motivated, focused, and accountable. Um, Like a lot of the things we talked about, time blocking, and the people I work with are already set up working remotely. So if I were to, you know, hire somebody on or take on another, uh, a virtual assistant or a, another independent contractor freelancer with a certain skill set. I would, you know, already be looking for people who are who know how to work from home, number one, but to keep them motivated, I think it's just important to stay in contact and, you know, kind of keep giving them incentives. And yeah, I, I would just say staying in contact with, with the internet, it's, it's extremely easy to do that now with all of the apps to stay in touch via chat or, you know, all of those, all of those things. So I think that's the biggest one. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. We, we use um, teams and Microsoft teams and, you know, there's always a status that shows you what people are doing. So either they're at lunch and we always encourage updating the status. Um, And then if they're in a call or if they're in a meeting or if they're busy, they're working on a project, whatever, you know, we're always able to see uh, what the status of that person is. In fact, sometimes you can even tag a person to make sure that they get off the phone and you can contact them. So I have many employees like just waiting for me to finish the phone call (laughs) and then jump on a call with me so they have really good timing. Um, So, yeah, communication is so important. And, you know, in most companies, you can't hide if people are communicating. So Mm -hmm. you automatically become accountable. So that's great. Now, you also started a remote community. So tell us about that. That's very exciting. Yeah, and that I started when I got the opportunity to work remote, and I kind of knew that this was just going to be my little side, you know, community of other people going through similar challenges and similar things that other remote workers are going through. So I always thought that was going to be kind of my side project while my real business grew, and with my real business, I wanted to employ people who worked remotely. So that was kind of how I saw leading into the future, how they would blend together. Um, that community is called the Virtual Hustle, all about remote work, how to successfully work remotely, how to get more work when you're working remotely, or as a freelancer, independent contractor, we have a lot of people um, who, who are virtual assistants, things like that. And the community was started because I just wanted to connect these people, and I wanted to share my journey of traveling and working from wherever as long as I got my work done. And at the time when I started it, I was an, an employee. so. I understood that you still had to be working at a certain time every single day. And um, it was just cool to connect with other people who were doing the same thing because it wasn't, like we said, it wasn't that common back then. So now what it is is still that, but there are more people who work remote, more people who find the community of the virtual hustle helpful um, because we could just bounce ideas off of each other. We come up with little challenges. Um, The podcast, the virtual hustle podcast has, been it started three months ago I started it and it's just been so great to connect with different people um, and talk about 
just really best practices working remotely, how to use the internet to scale your business, how to get more business with, you know, on the online world. So it's really all about just being able to live a good life thanks to the internet. <laughs> That's awesome. Great job. Congratulations on that. So do you meet um, monthly in this community? Everything's done uh, through bulletin boards. How does that work? So we don't actually meet in any, um, there's no plan to meet mm -hmm. at a certain time at, at this point, but we are in a Facebook group together. We, and we correspond, I correspond a lot with the people in the group uh, via Instagram. Um, and I have a lot of them on the podcast and I feature a lot of them and um, we kind of just work together and try to, I like to give people a, a presence in front of people who may need their services. So all you know i have a few graphic graphic designers that i work with personally and even ones i don't work with i would like to put up there feature them and maybe somebody else in the group would be able to use their services they like their style um you know so that's kind of how i see it all blending together but yeah i think we're going to spend a lot more time in the facebook group really building that community and and hopefully meeting uh meeting on a regular basis that's great. Well, I'd love to join your community and um, do what I can do to help. And I'm looking forward also to being on your podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I'm excited to talk more with you too about your business. And, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> great. So tell us more. I know you started to touch on brand medics. And um, so you're a digital marketing company, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, so tell us more about what, how you serve your customers, what you do for them, because listeners might need some of your services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Brand Medics started initially because I was a virtual assistant and virtual marketing director for this company. Like I said, when they gave me the opportunity to work remote, it was for a branding product uh, company. So it's something I already knew a lot about, branded products, you know, how to make really great branded and on you know exactly on brand with the company there are products that go for for an event or for a trade show or for giveaways or to resell so that's how I kind of got interested in it but I didn't really see how much I loved it until I got into working with so I started working with companies in their digital marketing and I'm like you know I really saw the connection that a great branded product could really also enhance their digital presence because in order to have really great images, you have to have really great products. And not and even if your business isn't a product, but if you have a great saying or a great graphic on a t-shirt and it's just an easier way to spread your brand. So with my customers, I am doing a lot of digital marketing. Like um, we do email, a lot of email uh, marketing campaigns. We do social media, but we focus really at the core on making the connection between on and offline branding. So a lot of branded essentials for either your employees or for giveaways on Instagram, we do a lot of to gain traction and gain audience. So it's really a blend of all of it, which is a little bit more unique compared to a lot of the digital agencies out there. Um, obviously we do handle those things. We have, I have somebody who runs social media for some accounts and I do um, some of my own and the main thing really is just making that connection, like I said. So branded products, making them very unique, and it's not just like putting our logo on a pen and calling it a day. We really come up with a whole campaign strategy. 
I really like that the blend of, you know, digital as well as physical, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, products and uh, items that, you know, kind of really promote your brand because when you're going to events and you're going to meet customers, because we still have that physical component, mm-hmm. you need something there, but then, you know, how you present yourself online is also very important. So mm-hmm. I love that you're blending the two um, two together, which is really, really great. Thank you. Yeah, it's important. It's important yeah. to, for people to know, even when you work remote, it's still extremely important to have a real connection with somebody. And I've worked with people remote only, and I feel, you know, it's been years now, and we know each other so well, and I've never even met them. So it's really, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'd be great to just bring more of the personal aspect into it. It's not just computer screen to computer screen, you know. You need the relationship. I think exactly. all business is done with good relationships and it's, mm-hmm. it's so important. Now, um just a silly question, uh, because of the times that we're in, are you doing face masks as part of branding? Oh yes. And okay. <laughs> you know, we've come up with some really great uh concepts and some real you know, we work with a lot of larger companies that just want their logo on them and so we are doing a ton of different face masks I have a few golf tournaments that I help with their marketing every year and we did face masks for them too and you know it makes it so it's not so bad to wear a face mask right (laughs) right just make it trendy make it fun yeah and we're seeing a lot of that so that's great that's great (laughs) nice boost to your business as well something different oh yeah during time. this time, exactly. Yeah. You know, a lot of the events that I was working on, a lot of large uh, conventions were canceled, and a lot of my customers were obviously not attending, and no need for the items for the events that they were hosting. So it it was a it was it got a little interesting, but yeah, masks definitely took off. Nice. <laughs> got to got to pivot. Yep, yep. You got to do that. So here's the million dollar question. Uh, work-life balance, you know, I'm really bad at it. I know it's a very difficult thing to do. So how how are you at it? And if you have any best practices that you can share with our listeners, I think they would love that. Yeah, I wish I could say I was a great, great work-life balance person also, but it is something I work at uh, very often. So I think a big thing is knowing, I had a podcast interview with a girl who was all about setting boundaries. And that really is what it is. Knowing, mm-hmm. setting boundaries with yourself, you know, at five o'clock or with your family even have it so that, you know, after five o'clock for at least two hours, you're not going to look at a, a work email or your phone for work or anything. So I, I really think it's just about the boundaries and, you know, same thing going back to the morning routine, do not get started until eight o'clock or seven thirty or nine, even whatever that may be, I think that will help because then, you know, between nine and five is when I'm working. And then before that, and after that, I really, really shouldn't be. And obviously there are times where if you get a call and something super important and you have to take it, you have to take it, you know, but I think that knowing your boundaries, knowing when you're going to start and when you're going to stop working is really important, especially when you work remotely. 
I think that's great. Yeah, setting boundaries. I'm obviously not very good at that, but you've got to do it and you've got to stick with it because, you know, too much screen time is not good. And I'm finding mm -hmm. that this whole Zoom fatigue or video fatigue has been, it's real. You know, mm -hmm. by the time I get done with my day, I am so exhausted because every meeting is a video meeting now because we don't get to see each other and we're trying mm -hmm. to bring that personal connection so very true. Set set boundaries. And, you know, obviously you can still set boundaries and get your job done, but you need to hold to them. And if you set your boundaries, others will respect it as well. But if you don't set them, then you can't blame them mm -hmm. for calling you, you know, at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. Well, this has been so great, Alicia. Um, I just, you know, in closing, I'd like you to provide your thoughts, any advice, uh, that you could give to a woman considering a career in either tech industry or using tech in their uh, career, any any kind of advice to get them motivated to and inspired to move into this area, because I think you know the tech industry is amazing, and for women it can be even more amazing. So, uh, what what thoughts or advice would you give? Yeah, I've got a few things. I think number one would be find what truly interests you at the core. It doesn't necessarily, I think people might hear tech and think, oh, I don't, I don't know how to do, you know, I'm not even that tech savvy, but here I am, been a yep. remote worker for years, having a podcast, I have a blog, I have a website and a remote business. And, you know, it's really whatever interests you at the core and then take full advantage of the internet. You know, we're, we are so lucky that we have the internet, everything is at our fingertips. We even have mentors that we could seek out and really have from afar. I mean, between podcasts and blogging and YouTube, it's like you can have people in the industry that you want to, or the industry that you're in and you want to excel at, you can listen to all of their content, digest all of their content at any given moment. So I think that's the biggest thing is to figure out what truly interests you, finding your why, like people like to say, and just seek it out. Seek out the content that you want to learn from. That's great. Yeah, just like you, when you worked remotely, you realized that that was your passion. It just really hit you, and then you did something with it, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being on my show. Uh, I know our listeners would truly, truly enjoy listening to you and your journey. Um, so what is the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah, so they can get a hold of me on my Instagram. My Instagram is just Alicia Baldino, A-L-I-C-I-A, Baldino, B-A-L-D-I-N-O. And then the Virtual Hustle community, which I think a lot of people would be interested in, is just The Virtual Hustle on Instagram. And the website is thevirtualhustle.co. Um, and the podcast, which is The Virtual Hustle. So it's all kind of in sync with that. And then Brand Medics, which is the marketing company, if anyone needs any branded solutions, is at Brand Medics on Instagram, or um, you can just contact me at alicia at brandmedics.com. Great. We will put all of those in the notes of the podcast as well, so people can get a hold of you, maybe join your virtual community, mm -hmm. but definitely look at some of your offerings in case they need um, digital marketing or promotional products. Mm -hmm. So thank you again, Alicia. I'm so excited to have you on the show and I hope to have you again soon. 
Thank you so much. It was great being here and great talking to you. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. As your organization continues to embrace and adopt new technologies, does your team have the skills required to make the most of your investments? Directions Training offers IT professional and end-user training for the most popular solutions today, including Microsoft 365, Azure, AWS, Cisco, Citrix, VMware, and much more. Our flexible delivery methods and full customized offerings make sure that you get the training you need just the way you need it, in person, virtual, on demand, or through a blended approach. Success is a journey. Ask for directions. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com for more information today. From IT skill enhancements to end-user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our on-demand courses for IT professionals or end-users. Visit us at www.com directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.